It's been a long hiatus. That's all I know. <laughs> I feel bad not being here. What was the moment where you were like, let's do this, and then after like a half hour, like, I don't think this is happening. <laughs> well, I, I think it was a city match because because all the Santa Speedo room. No, it was, it was definitely something like where there weren't people. Like maybe it might have been. It, it was something where I think we were prepping for after Cardiff, and then I didn't maybe, show up. Maybe that's what <laughs> yeah, at, least, at least I don't let's know. Let's that one. Yeah, it's just that bad. Then we had. That's probably our worst t- turnout of the year. It's New uh, Year's Day. Yeah. I was, was here. Hung over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was still our worst turnout of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had third people in the pub, which yeah. is pitiful for us. Yeah. For, for us, that's what I'm Like if someone, if I told someone else that, they were like, "Yeah," I was like, "Yeah, I'm part of an Arsenal group." Like, "Oh, oh really? Like, how did people you get up for a bar?" I was like, "Well, we had one meal in a week. It was like 30 people. They'd be like, 30 people. That's <laughs> great." And, uh, and uh, all of us are thumbs down. Yeah, yeah that. that's shit for us. Because like today, North London, we probably had over 100 people again today. Yeah. And the first dark match, we had like 200. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Keep in mind, it's fucking sub-zero conditions. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking negative 20 nah, shit degrees. Feel like, but yeah. wind chill bullshit. Yeah, I I I, were, like, I I couldn't sleep last night. I checked like the weather at like four a.m. I was like, oh, let's see what the weather is. I'm curious. <laughs> like zero degrees, feels like negative twenty. I'm like that's that's good. I'm can't wait to wake up tomorrow. Yeah, well, like, I, left, left the house. It was like it, it moved up to seventeen. I'm like yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, that was funny because I was I was like I was looking at the phone or before I put up, pulled the phone on the phone. I was like. Wow, it's supposed to get warmer soon. Like maybe I can just go with a hoodie today. <laughs> warmer, yeah. And it's like ten. I'm like, all right, I'll fuck this. I guess I have to wear my actual water coat too. Warmer does not mean not cold. It's just warmer than mm-hmm. sub zero. Warmer than yeah, the sub zero was yesterday. When I was walking all over the fucking place, anyways. <sighs> It's been tough for me. I was in Florida for yeah, two weeks, like, man. Oh, like, my God. I gotta, grow, I, know. I gotta get rich enough to be a snowbird. Well, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. It was too hot for me in Florida. Like, it was like 85 degrees. I'm like, I, my parents are, oh, it's great. I'm like, I can't handle this. Like, uh, where's the snow? It's or a shit? lot better, actually. And then I come back here, I'm like, where's the 85 degrees, by the way? That's why San Diego is great. It's the 75 all the time. The only problem would be watching games at 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh. So I, I, went for, like, I went for a couple runs when I was in Florida. I went like 11 o'clock at night. No big deal. I know, but yeah. 66 degrees. I was like, this is fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's perfect. Right. And like up here, it's fucking negative 20. Down there, it's like 90 degrees in December. I'm like, I don't... You're I, coughing up a lung because it's frozen. I can't handle it. Yeah, like, I don't know what to do, but... I, I'm from Florida. I remember my sweatshirt and jeans for 60 degrees. Yeah. It was like... It's freezing. It's, like, oh, fuck, oh, it's so cold. It's so cold. Yeah. You can't see your breath. It's not yeah. cold yeah. yet. Yeah, like, people are going to play, going to play uh, like a you know, kickabout game. They're like... They're coming out in, like, the fucking Chamag or neckwear. They're like, oh, my God, it's so cool. I'm like, dude, it's, like, 60 degrees. It's, like, fucking perfect weather. We're shorts. What the fuck are you doing? That's when he's like, can you, hold on a second. Do you see this? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Don't see anything. It's not cold yet. I thought you were going to say, like, the Shabbat haircut. I was like, who the fuck no. are you doing? <laughs> can I fucking remember what the fucking the neck wore his collar even? It got banned. Snoop. 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 Oh, yeah. Nazari fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Show figure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it was a choking hazard or some shit. I don't know. I mean, you could drag a guy down by it and then... That's about it. I don't give a shit about injuring. The injury is not the concern I have. Just the fact that, like, it would suck if a guy was on the run and all of a sudden he's like, oh, poof. The EPL's version of like a horse collar tackle. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're in a snood, though, I mean, you can't do it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like every Englishman hated it. Be like, you're a pussy. <laughs> I don't think I, like I guarantee you, not a single Englishman. I will tell you who hates it the most, though. Mm-hmm. Macho Flamini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think you'd buy one and just cut it in half. Yeah, I'm still mad I missed that long sleeve sale. <laughs> <laughs> My whole total plan, like the, like, like the minute it ended, I was just like, I would buy the sleeves and cut them off. It's like, it's not. It's too late. Like, well, I, I, I was on, the first shot is him, yeah, you know, yeah, him yeah. rolling up the sleeves, just me and, yeah. 
hopefully next year in FIFA they have like a celebration where he scores and just comes and grabs scissors <laughs> and just cuts it off. That'd be a great celebration. I want to see him do that. He <laughs> should have ones made that are tear away. <laughs> like Adidas snap sleeves. Let's see if Puma can do that for him. Puma, they can't afford that. They should be giving up all their money. Puma's on right now. Puma's the shit. I'm wearing Nike because I'm going to get some Pumas next year now. Just switch fucking brands. I'm that much of a loyalist, you know? I'm not much ahead of the times, obviously. No, it'll, it'll come soon enough, I'm sure. I was hoping we were going to get Adidas because at one point they were making uh, shell toes for individual teams. Like, they made uh, Bayern ones, and I was just like, cool. I want those so badly. Yeah, that would be and then, like, actually. when... When there was the rumor of Jay Z buying it on the on the club, I was like, if they make fucking S Carters in fucking, <laughs> I will buy them. Like no one buys fucking Reeboks, but goddammit, if fucking if they have Arsenal ones, I will do it. My, my, mine aren't like the, mine definitely aren't the red, obviously, but like they're, they're this is, unfortunately is more of a, like a West Ham claret. Like a, like a, like a, that's almost, almost a Highbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Highbury six, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of matches Garvey's jacket, and I'll take it's it. It's close, sir. Yeah, that's fine. I'll take it. I, yeah, actually, I like that. I like that color scheme. Well, that was like what? Um, uh, the, the year after, the, when they had when we had the yellow with red pinstriping away. It's, yeah, I which I apparently are now our third yeah. kit. That we're yeah, never yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. That no, will, that's always when we that we will Europe, never yeah. wear because I, I gotta, uh, we're, just, we're, we're gonna wear those. We can just get wear fire away, blue. maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I gotta get rid of that because I have that kid and it's nausea in the back. Oh. I'm actually just hanging on my claws. I'm just staring. I'm like, fuck, do I do with this? I'm, I'm actually gonna to do, do an experiment to see if, like, like, about removing letters. Like, there was that like tutorial video. Yeah, where it's I, like, just like a, a really, really wet. Soak the shit out of it and then take an air iron, a hot iron too. I like the tape and you make it into something like derogatory oh, oh, players. Oh yeah, the whole, the, the whole, the whole like you know, I'm an Eagles fan, so yeah. here's my duct tape yeah. and like something terrible yeah. over McNabb or T.O. I think my favorite like one is yeah. uh, like the old this kids. They had the O2. Yeah. I saw someone put an O2 and they put IL behind it. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was. Yeah. Like, yeah, all right. See, I find that amusing. That's fine. We're, I'm, I'm aware of that. That's good. That's good. That's better than having what we saw today in the match that we ate some Tottenham. I got kicked out of it. I, don't, I, would, I think it would have been better if they, instead, I don't ever want to see the word Spurs on an Arsenal jersey. No, so they no. should have I'm done the one? five and two. Because it, it, it said we ate Spurs. I thought it said Tottenham. No, it said Spurs down the bottom. No. So but if they yeah. changed the five, made it... <clears throat> Five two Spurs. That would have been okay because it would have had the actual word, yeah. and it would have been rubbing it in even more. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised they didn't get like a little H next to the number instead. It would have been a little overdone, but they already did overdone. So fuck it. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck it. Um, all right. Should we talk about the mass that I guess finally? Um, it's been a lot to be recorded, but yeah. I guess we might as well talk about it's the most running the whole fucking time. It's yes, it's recording. Oh God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fun. You're gonna have to cut out the whole fucking first thing now. First thing that edit is gonna edit. Get cold open. You know how many visual things we talked about for the last five minutes? They're not gonna be shit. We're not gonna start doing video of this shit. When I did the thumbs down, I specifically also said thumbs down. So I think we're okay. I think the only bad part of this intro was. When you said, "Look at this," you can't see your breath. That's the only time. I had no idea we were recording. just bullshitting. That's part of the fun, you know. Exactly. We've been on vacation for a while, so why not have some fun for the intro? Yeah. Well, I mean, to, then, then are we going to talk about today? Because today is today was fun. That's why I'm drinking stuff. I'm better if I have my glass. Glass is gonna clink, but you're wearing. That's you're a, I'm drinking a PBR. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. That's I'm a little aluminum container. Add like, some fucking sound effects in later. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, but today was a fun day. I was actually, I actually enjoyed the side that was put out today. Yeah. I, I was 
we got to rest and keep our eyes and still yeah. have a solid side, and we got to see murder soccer, quote-unquote, rested for a little bit, um, which we never get to see, thank God. I mean, Hill I cut his leg. Yeah. I, did, well, I don't even know what the fuck happened to him. I didn't see that. Yeah, he got a cut on his shin on that uh, the tackle. Not the one he got carded for, but the next uh, one. Yeah, when yeah, he popped out and pointed to the ball as to, to indicate that he got all ball, and then the, the tackle later... On, the tackle on the waste of money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there were no penalties today, so it was, it was not any use today. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't utilize his full skill. His only skill set. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, fair. He is very good at penalties. So. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, we didn't go to a replay and then not make it through the replay in full time and go to penalties, because then, yeah. then he would have been a <laughs> Since that wasn't what took place, we were all set. Luckily, we, we optimized our strategy to make sure yeah. he wasn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will talk about Gnabry right away because I mean, I, as soon as as soon as I saw the rumors went around before the kickoff was released, yeah. saying, "Oh, walk out on top, Gnabry possibly on the way," I'm like, "All right, finally." It's been a long time since Gnabry come on and play a match, and I kind of love that kid. I mean, I love all of our Germans, obviously. <laughs> but, but to be fair, all of them are fucking good. You've been biased, but they're all fucking good. It's fucking crowd. Um, <laughs> and uh, again, he had a great match, and and obviously, you know, coming inside, Jordan has a few defenders and. Nice little poke to get to. Well, well, it looked like he just let it go too long. Yeah, it that, like, that, it, it that like, was what made it so brilliant. It was like, <laughs> literally, just like pass it, pass it. Why is he not? Oh, oh he passed it. <laughs> all right, that was that was absolutely. All right, never mind. I'm not mad at you. Yeah. And that was that was obviously Kazarla's coming into form at last. Yeah. I, 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 we talked about this before. I think personally, he was the man of the match. He was fucking brilliant. He was. He, the goal was a, a, a perfect finish, and, you know, a, a far corner and everything like that. But the great thing about it too was that he got he put in a shift on defense as well. Like there were so many times when I saw him like scrambling back, getting in front of someone, putting a tackle in, trying to nick the ball off of a player when someone else had him fronted and everything like that. He put in a really good shift all together, and he was blasting the midfield. I thought he was fantastic. Today. He well, he put in some good offensive performances, mm-hmm. and he just couldn't score goals. And the defensive part wasn't there. But, yeah, you're right. Like, he was injured. He's coming into form now. Yeah. And he really put in, like, a good shift there. And, like, yeah, he was clearly man of match. I, but, yeah. I'm glad someone else did. <laughs> <laughs> well, to me, in my defense, I thought he was great. I just couldn't decide because I thought a lot of players had a good match. Yep. Gnabry coming in. Yep. Um, yeah, that's not the knock anyone else. Yeah, yeah. Rasicki, obviously, was solid. Um, pretty much all our defenders. Again, keeping a clean sheet, I mean, no. This yeah. back four, I mean, we had Monterey instead of Gibbs, who has been amazing. Yeah. But, again, having Ramallan step in, which is seeing Ramallan and Kishani together is a great thing when they do a good job. Which, again, they it, was, it was a fucking heart attack when you saw that lineup, though. You're oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, no, oh, no. Murder Soccer out is yeah. Yeah. nervy. I'm yeah. happy everybody's realized how good Murder Soccer is now. Yeah. When we signed, I was like, yeah! Everybody's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's fucking lanky and awkward. I'm like, shut the fuck up! Mm-hmm. He's a genius! He doesn't need to be able to get places quickly. He's already there. Yeah. Yeah. And when he's play developing, he's like, I should fucking move over here. And he does it. Though when everyone else is losing their fucking shit trying to get back somewhere, he's already where he's supposed to be. My, one of my favorite things is everybody else is playing checkers, he's playing chess. He's already there. He's ready for it. Mm-hmm. And then we have Koshalmi just, just fucking run around and collect the ball. And... What you need, for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 Like, you, can't ha- you really can't have two guys like, like Marisaka just because there's a time when someone's just going to put in a good touch that's better than your positioning, and then you have to recover somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's the same way in, in basketball. It's the same way in, in you know, uh, the NFL or whatnot. There's a time when an offensive player, because the defense player has to react to what the offense does. There's a time when an offensive player does something that is just better than what you're going to do. And 
if you have two more sockers and like they just can't recover in time. <laughs> <laughs> it was like we joked about Can we clover <laughs> We joked about forehead how it must be amazing trying to, to defend him because he has no fucking clue what he's going to do. So how do you know? <laughs> That's what I say. Um, and people are talking about that they want another center back, obviously, because we only have three viable, actual center backs. So three dedicated center backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, oh, we need another person like Murdoch to partner Vermalin. I don't fucking know if anybody else like that exists, really. I don't know. The people that's... are more inclined to it, at least. Yeah, I can't, but... I can't think of anybody. I don't know if, man, I don't want to get in this because I can't. I yeah. can't tell you a name yeah. of who to think about what center back to get. Yeah. Um, and, you know, our defense has been solid this year. Best best defense in the league, yeah. which is amazing, all things considered. I mean, last year we were, what, second best in the league to City, which is still a great feat. But a few years ago, four years ago, everybody would have been like, oh, that's your, that's your week, that's your week, you know, Well, last, last year was carried by that stretch at the end yeah. of the year. I mean, when, <laughs> yeah. when, when, when it was just a ton of one-no one games, or at least games that felt like one-no, where we were just kind of grinding out games, and maybe we'd get that second or even third goal later. But, like, the whole point of that was just lockdown. I'm sorry we're going to have to win ugly, everyone, but, like, that's... that's but what you we have win to ugly. That's, that's points are fucking points. Yeah. Yeah. I don't shit what happens. No. That's, that's why, like, I wasn't... The West Ham match and Newcastle, things like that, like, I wasn't overly impressed with our play. We played well. But the fact, you know, after the match, like, on Sky and everything else, they're talking about this Arsenal side winning ugly, which is something they could not have done two years ago. Which is actually, you know, a credit to our side being able to do that and not play great football all the time, but actually be able to win the match and get vital points on the road. And but for me, the whole point is that, like, is that we don't set out to play ugly. There are oh, just, yeah, just games during those that, especially the stretch where you play a ton of fixtures in a row, like here, the midweek game, the weekend game, the midweek game, the weekend game, and shit like that, where you're just not gonna, you're gonna be tired or you're not gonna mentally show up, whatever it is. And to have the fortitude to win those games is. Very, very important versus going out to win games like that constantly, like Chelsea. fucking yeah. Chelsea <laughs> all the fucking time. Oh, I blame them for the fucking so terrible game. The same pace, oh my uh, god! Yeah. So, the way that Mourinho uh, talks about uh, the game and the way he plays it are so fucking disproportionate. He thinks that, but when he goes out there, he puts out this beautiful football side and wonderful things happen. When it's really just fucking. Park the bus and then try to get one counterattack. Just and, hey, we're good. Dire, dire shit. Unless he's at home to an inferior side. You if see, he has to go play anyone that's going to be better than him or or, or presents a risk, then it's going to be that park the bus type shit. Which is you so see, Obi Mikel come in, you know, for someone. <laughs> it's just like, oh, there we go. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, so what you're saying is you want to see the match out now? Yeah. That's all you want to know. Zero, zero. Oh, okay. Like you want to play Fair boring, enough. boring football. Like, boring, boring Chelsea's a fucking chant for a reason. Like, I mean, I, it was subjected to us for many years, too. But that was a long time ago. I, I had so many arguments with Chelsea fans. I, I, I told Garvey before, you know, before the podcast started recording, I might hate them more than I hate Spurs. Just because I live in America and Spurs fans don't really exist because they're not a fucking good side. Because they're, they're a mid-table club. Exactly. Yeah. Like, nobody so, fucking cares. Chelsea, you obviously... You front run when the team is seventh. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, Chelsea no, got Abramovich and God knows what else and they started winning some shit just because... They escalated from more than being a mild, good cup side yeah. to be able to compete in other competitions, obviously, in the past couple of years, especially. Um, I fucking hate them, because everywhere, and everybody's like, oh, I fucking love them. Like, I yeah. fucking hate Mourinho, which further improved my hate for them. Yeah. And then just boring football, and... Well, what bothers me about it the most is that, like, if you were, if you were Stoke, I get that, man. Like, you gotta win games like that. That's cool. 
You have fucking Juan Mata on your team and you don't start him. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you have, midfielders. You, have <laughs> you have this amazing, amazing creative talent throughout your side. Not just Mata, but fucking Oscar and Hazard. Even Ramirez is a really good runner, box-to-box mini at the very least. And, you know, Luis, as bad as he can be or as dodgy as he can be at times, is entertaining. I really yeah. hope that Mata gets sold somewhere where he can play because they, they, they clearly have no interest in doing anything with him. Which he's is so out of favor with Mourinho. So the he's, he'll get on from little things and they'll be rinky dink shit but he he needs to get somewhere he can play like he he's not going to come to us so anybody who's got that thought yeah. in their head you can no, get that no, right no. out they wouldn't sell us won't us Demba Ba they're not going to sell us one model I don't so. really want yeah. to be yeah, yeah, very good point I think Matsu's a great player but I don't know if, like, I don't know where he would play for us anyway he'd be the same case where you get the occasional match I mean I think we'd start with matches for us because we have, we have injuries because we always do but I don't know. He would displace. He can't really displace Olso or oh, it's not, Zorla. We spend I mean, that he, much money on a dude who sit on, to sit on our bench. Exactly. So it never happen. Um, well, I mean, yeah, what we what we need on the wing more than anything. If we were to improve the wing spot, I think we need to talk about this. With yeah. the idea of getting someone that can run at people, yeah. as opposed as opposed to a a very a very good creative, honestly, great creative player, and he he can. He makes dynamic passes, he feeds people well, and he also can, can score, don't get me wrong, but like he doesn't run at people like that pacey, oh shit, he has the ball type winger, like we would have if it was Draxler or Rose yep. or something like that, which, exactly. is the, which is the only thing that we have that we, we could get that we don't really have. We have creativity right in other spots in yeah. depth, like if it's not Urzon, it's Kazorla, like you can get both, if one of them isn't on the pitch, the other one will be. So you can still create those chances. Or if one of them's having a down game. Yeah, like, you can sub them out and well, do something with it. That's part of the reason why I'm so happy Ox is, like, a week away from full yes, training. I yes, love Ox. Because yes. he's one of the few players that has pace, technical ability to take people on and actually has the courage, confidence to do that, which, you know, a lot of players have the ability. They're just like, no, I'd rather just pass it around, walk into the goal. Walk into the goal and well, I mean, to bring it back around to the start of this whole thing, maybe that guy's an average. Yeah, maybe, yeah maybe, maybe, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I hope he's young, so there's still a lot of time to go, yeah. but, like, it's possible he can grow into that I, role. I, I think the know. pressure would help <laughs> having... When having Ox back at full fitness and having Canavri oh, with that, yeah. like n- neither of them will be assured of having a position in the squad, so they're gonna have to work for it. And having two people trying to, uh, of the, their quality trying to outpace each other to get spots on the roster is gonna be fucking amazing. Yeah, you know, like no, neither of them will have the the luxury of just mailing a game in because you won't start the next one. <laughs> yeah. exactly. I'm not convinced. Still, I mean, he has got Theo center forward. But they can, you know, continue to progress at that full, at that position. Which, to be fair, it's not going to get that many chances out there anywhere because we have Drew, who's, you know, completely different style than him. But I can't even imagine having a front three of having Ox, Theo, and Gnabry moving forward. I can't even imagine what kind of pace and that put the entire defense on the back foot for the entire match. And then if you have somebody else like Olso, who was still young, putting balls in for them. Well, it depends on how the pe- how teams are going to play, though, because a front yeah, line yeah. like that wouldn't go well against you know a Chelsea squad that's going to decide to sit like as deep as hell the entire time. Unfortunately, you need to break those guys down. You need guys that can counter, of course. You need oh, yeah. at least one yep. guy like that. But like when, when, when you break out the uh, there are times when teams are if teams are playing high lines, you're breaking out like you know Drew up front and then Riziki also Kazora. You're like. Oh, that doesn't quite match up well because we don't have anyone with pace to get behind that team to receive those killer through balls or anything like that. Uh, well, that's the thing with the squad this year is that You're we have those options. Yeah, exactly. Like instead exactly. of just being, we have one way to play. Yeah. We can put in Walcott. Like today, I even feel like at the start they may play some balls in the Walcott that Giroud would be good at. Yeah. But they adapted. They adapted yeah. like they they went for Walcott like balls behind the, the defense. Like it, we have options now which we didn't have in years prior. So. 
and he was running a Michael Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I apologize for stealing this from Tyo from the Tuesday Club, yeah. but like fucking Michael Dawson is hilarious, and I want to see him in every single match that, that that Tottenham plays from here on out. It's not like, he's not like the, he's not Squalachi level or something like that, but he's <laughs> but he's exploitable is the point. Oh, yeah. He is a weak point, and, and and today when you saw that lineup where you didn't have a guy that could track Wilcott through, and you just you had two guys that couldn't keep up with him, or a guy that might be able to keep up with him was an experience. You're like, this is perfect. <laughs> this is a great lineup to send at that squad. Yeah. So I don't think Walcott did a great job. No, he, but, I agree with that. Still, I, yeah. But he added, you know, it's still a mental thing as well. Having him on, it makes them a little scared and everything else, which probably freed up some space for other players like a Navri or Sticky running in, who yeah. also was amazing today. Sticky had a great game. Sign him up, please, ASAP, <laughs> for another year or two. Um, I don't know. It, it was it was kind of fun. I, I was a little nervous. I think but the only real chance they had, I think, was Erickson. On that one ball cut in the left side. And, and credit and, to Fabianski for both that save yes. and a couple of, and just a, a generally like calm game. He, he didn't, nobody talks about him because we have a clean sheet and didn't have that many chances. But every ball he had, a, he had to hold on to yeah. or come out and pressure. He did. He did what he needed to do yeah. for he sure. He might be Let's praise him for not sucking alone. He has had so many opportunities where he just comes out there and just flubs shit. Yeah. So the ability to not fuck up is tremendously underrated. And, and sometimes he doesn't have it. Well, even end of last year, I mean, he, this has been a while now where he's been halfway decent. Like, yeah. I mean, I, it wasn't great, but he he came in when Chesney was having yeah, an he issue. Did, he did a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and forced like, Chesney's yeah, hand. Exactly. That. Was, yeah. Chesney clearly thought, "I have it made here. What are you going to do? Put Fabianski? In? Oh, you are. <laughs> All right, fine. I got to step up. I can't. You will actually run him. So. Yeah. And uh, related, I will say, uh, Vito actually done a very good job now. He's getting time at Sunderland. Which, to be fair, shit. <laughs> but he's done a great job. Like the Everton away match, again, he was man of the match. He was solid there. Yeah. You know, I don't want to, you know, I can't ever talk positive about our, our depth of goalkeepers. But yeah, it's good to see some of our goalkeepers go elsewhere and perform well. And then, and then halfway through, or like, you know, what, 70th minute or so, you're, you're yelling, bring on Viviano. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want to see Viviano play. Why not? <laughs> Granted, I think the one match I've seen him play was like the reserve side. He had like five goals. But, <laughs> am I def- you know, in this defense, I don't know what the goals were caused by. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't really watch that. We- I think it's really hard to find streams of academy matches this year. I don't know why. I have not had much luck. Last year, I was able to watch a good amount of them. That's why, like, past years, I've been waiting for Gnabry to come up. Past year, everybody's like, oh, I saw I'm like, no. No. Uh, I mean, I feels, I feels great, mind you, but Gennabry is what yeah. is going to come through because, you know, having people with pace and technical abilities, it's somewhat rare to find, yeah, especially in to, to have it progress to the next level. Yeah. And Gennabry, obviously, he's showing that now. Yeah. So I was very excited to see him come up. Ah, I'm excited for the rest of the year. <laughs> but but he, I've been waiting for him to get time. He's had a lot of time in the past few months. And I think every match he's played so far, he's been solid for us. He tracks back very well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was a, one game early in the season, I actually was looking through my phone trying to find out what the appearance was, having no luck on being under the gun here, but he was not getting back and being leaving us open at the back every time the ball came back. And the very next time he was out, it was clear that someone had fucking ripped his ear open as far as <laughs> his performance, and he was getting back. If any time the possession was lost, whether it was him or somebody else up, up field, he got the fuck back down as far as midfield to be involved in the play. Even if he wasn't the one making the, the play on the ball, he was in the where he was supposed to be. He was making good track back yeah. runs. He was in, and, yeah, he put, in a, he put in a shift today. That's what we need from people. Like, there, there's times when we can... 
like, I'm, I don't know, a player like Bozo, like, I, I don't get me wrong, I want him to come back defensively, but, like, if he doesn't at times, or if he, or if he's a little bit slower about it, you're like, he's Mezzodozo, like, we need him to well, do his like, job. Back on the Lord, it's the same thing with, uh, with Perez. He was never good at defense, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but you know he's going to make up for it going yeah. forward. He was like, it was like, yeah, well, like, our left side, and Cole was good, but, I mean, let's be honest, like, so that's how Cole and Perez, it was all about going forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defense was kind of like, and that was like, with Roberto, and everybody else was like, I'll cover you. That's what we have to worry about. You guys do yeah, your yeah. job. We'll, we'll, we'll exactly. So like, you know, that worked out well. Which you know, this side I think is. Well, when you had a, a defensive well. mid like Vieira to fucking put the stop sure. on it, yeah. Yeah. You, you didn't really need them to track back as much as a team like now would. And I, I'll talk about Wilshire today. I thought. I mean, first of all, back reflect to the last match against Cardiff. Man of the match, obviously mm-hmm. for me. I mean, he was solid. Um, and that the one hit he had at the post was. You know, yeah. Yeah, that's what we want to see with I want to see him be able to turn and have confidence to go forward. But sometimes he does make the wrong decision to do that where he should just lay it off. Yeah. But today, we were, some of us were making jokes about, that's a great pass. You know, it's, <laughs> that guy she should make. It was obviously an easy pass and everything else, but it's what he needs to do. Um, he was solid on that match, though. And, and today, again, with his little battle with Dembele, that's what you want to, you know, you don't want to see everything. Yeah. But, at but some you, point. You want to see that fight in the middle, which we haven't had in some years prior. And, and we talked about like another podcast. Back. This is not a, g- a game where it caused him to lose his cool. Yeah. Surprisingly. <laughs> there, there was definitely a moment where he looked like it and then quickly settled back into it, but he did it during the course of a dead ball period. When they, there are times where he just gets fucking pushed around the midfield, he gets fouled, doesn't get the calls. If he does, they come at inopportune times. It doesn't benefit anybody. They're, if he gets the foul, it's on a, a play that should get a card. No card comes out, and he gets frustrated. It affects his play. He, gets he can't he focus. Yeah. Yeah. He, he starts making shit tackles that no one should be making and earns himself a card, which, in, in fact, infuriates him even more and yeah. puts his focus even worse because he's like, why am I getting picked on and not this bullshit? Yeah. So it was, it was nice to see him remain his, keep his composure and play forward with it. Well, the great thing about him is, is uh, and again, me and Josh were talking about this before, like, what I love about Wilshire is if he can keep that control, then that is one of his greatest assets. Oh, yeah. I still remember when we were playing at Barcelona and, and Percy got sent off with that, with that bullshit second yellow on, like, you know, kicking it after the play. Never heard of it. And, then, <laughs> and they, scored, they scored the second goal, and after that, Arsenal looked defeated like it was like And then Bender done. came on. And, <laughs> and Jack was the only one that was running around, putting a tackle in, putting a shift in, and still going yeah. after people. And, like, that's the kind of thing I love about him is that he can be that engine, and you want him to be able to be. I'd love to see him get the skill to really be in the first team all the time because he can drive people forward and if he, if he, if he gets the maturity to be a leader he will be a really aggressive but positive leader and if, even if he doesn't like he can still be like a dynamo I mean fl- of Flamini because you see him come to the game today you're just like oh watch the fuck out <laughs> like, like he's you know he's you know what he's been yeah. and that's great to see I don't want to completely get off Jack because I thought yeah. you know past matches have been great but also about driving forward and that is Rusicki that's one of my favorite things about him he gets the ball he turns head up Drives. Yes. One thing that's why I love him because he's always ready to go forward, makes passes, and everything else. And he's, and again, work rate, everything else. He's like, uh, I can't remember what what match it was during the Christmas break. I get him all confused. Yeah. Happened, <laughs> happened too many in the match. Right? Like, he was. It wasn't. I don't think it was actually a great match for him, but he was all over the place again. Mm. He had some missed passes, but he was still a great. He was you know, going performance. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think. I think one. Of the, I think one of the things that sometimes happens, not all the time, sometimes. That some of the players get a little too uh, enamored with uh, moving around and find spots. And there's times when they just don't turn when they have a chance to turn because there's some space behind mm-hmm. them. I think Ramsey used to be guilty of it a lot, a little bit less so now. Oh, yeah. I think that 
I, I, Santi's pretty good about it, but the, it happens where, where like people aren't looking to turn and go to goal and to occupy space that is being given to them. And so it's great to see a player aggressively take that space. Like what? Like like Jack did today. Like like uh, like did today because there's a couple times that Jack burned people on that hesitation dribble. There's a couple times that Rizicki was going hard after people once he got it with a little bit of space. Like that's good to see because it's positive football and not just uh, knocking around for a while and hope the defense makes Indy a mistake. Well, he's aggressively going after. There's a reason why he plays in big games. So yeah. It's because of that. Like yeah. he's positive and he's always good for the good tackle. Like a yeah. nice, you know. Sliding tackle, come in on a guy going back. So yeah, uh, I like that. I, I dream of his lost years, like the time yeah. he lost to injury. He had such potential and was not able to capitalize on it because of nagging injuries that just wouldn't go away. It cost him almost over two years, almost two years of his career. It's almost heartbreaking when you think about it. No, we're sick now, right? Yeah. All right, All right. <laughs> yeah. I saw I saw rumors going around about him coming to MLS. So I'm just like, no. I mean, granted, it'd be fun for me to go see him, obviously. But, uh, no, he needs to stay in Arsenal for another year or two at least. I'd He's, good enough. He's good enough to be yeah, in the squad obviously yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just only a question of, like, what it, is an MLS club going to throw a retirement contract at him where he's going to make a bunch of money for doing no work? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, and, I mean, it's not the same goal, but it, it reminded me of the goal from Fabregas' goal a few years ago in the same match. Obviously, he didn't steal a kickoff and move a few people. But still, mm-hmm. pressuring the ball, you know, at halfway, stealing it, and then... The finish the was burning. Was it the one where he, he deflected it in off his foot and then got injured afterwards? Uh, yeah. <laughs> one was like well, Van Perth scored right away, uh, yeah. and then right up kickoff, Fabregas stole it. Like yeah, right, right, right up the, yeah, right yeah, the yeah. kickoff, just yeah. ran through the, the center circle. Yeah, left side of the net, and then yeah. But then today, obviously, you know, great pressure for Siggy, and then you know, I actually you know, brick play. I saw he actually looked up yeah. to see where uh, I think it was Walker was checking back and got got on him. But Siggy was aware of that, so he was able to you know cut inside a little bit. And then the nice little ship finish over uh, Yoris, which is, you know, what we need to see because Yoris has been damn good against us the past two matches we played against him. So that was solid to see, and I'm so happy to see that goal going. Because <laughs> let's be honest, we needed a second goal. We needed yeah. one. The, Arsenal with a one-goal lead is not in any way comforting. We, we lose track so easily of both players and the game as a whole. Like, probably the first ten minutes out of the box in the second half, there was time where they they won a corner attacks were coming in it took us a little while to settle in and be like oh shit there's another 45 minutes of football to play yeah and thank god that everything settled and once that goal went and it was over it, it was a dagger well i will say i mean at least compared this year compared to previous years we are able to see out that one oh yeah yeah definitely um and i know i like Vermaelen obviously um coming in you know he did well again today like he did against united and other matches he's played recently but seeing from Mer- Mer- come in i was like all right cool yeah. game's over all right, <laughs> and you know, again, he, I don't remember seeing him that much because we, had, I thought we had the second half, we had a lot of possession. Um, I don't know if the final stats were, but the night we started to come in, he, he made a few headers and clearances, but nothing, you know, nothing too difficult because he doesn't do that. Yeah, but yeah. You know, the thing is, you, it's you not know, a German thing to do. It's <laughs> <laughs> something you'd expect him to do. Like walk him, all right, he's six six, headed out, cool, done, out. Well, what was so great about this game was how comfortable it was. Yeah. Like, uh, like there were there was. I, I am probably different for a lot of people on this, but like when I 
go into a Tottenham match, it never enters my mind that we might lose. I, 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 of course, acknowledge that that could happen, but in my mind, I'm always like, I can't wait to beat Tottenham today. And today was one of those days where that actually bore out. I wasn't. I mean, the the, the Erickson chance is obviously a good chance. Was I was. It? I, it, it was. He, he probably should have. That, made, he made more. That, that should have been. A yeah, I don't know why. I, I mean, I'm he just trying to get in his job. He shot it directly like, yeah. at Fabian. But I, I'll be honest. I watch matches very logically a lot of times, just like during the course of the match. Obviously, yeah. I. Get emotional. Um, I don't know why he didn't cut inside on the right side. Yeah. I mean, or you know, toward the middle. I don't understand that. It makes no sense. And then he tried so, to like, the goal for yeah. I mean, but so he made it. It made his angle. He cut down worse. his own shot. Yeah, yeah it made no sense. Yeah. And then he took it with his left foot, which he's not. And you know, Fabiaski did well, obviously, yeah. but. But the thing is, besides from that, like there w- there wasn't a terribly nerve wracking moment. Like we were. Even at 0 0, we're, we're, we're having more of the chances, we're having more of the game. So even though it was still 0 0, I was like, okay, I'm still confident that we're going to be coming through here. And then they got the goal. I'm like, ah, this is where we should be. Now that it's one goal cushion. Even if they score, it's going to be, you know, it's only back to draw. And I think we've been the better team the whole way through. And then Riziki has that. that I mean, it was a great steal, but it's also a terrible, terrible play by the defender yeah. there too. And and, and then it sealed it. Like when did they threaten after that? It was like a half a minute, half an hour left or so. Like it was, was when they were, we were down to ten men. It's the only time they we were actually joking. did something. Amen, but like they did, yeah, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't actually we were get joking in the so. pub during a Tottenham match. You have yeah. no idea, <laughs> any idea how fucking rare that is. Like we t- oh, this is happening. Everyone's biting their fucking nails because they don't want to lose the Tottenham. Because of course you don't want to lose the Tottenham. But instead, this entire time we're like. Yeah, this is awesome. We're having a great time. Oh. I was so happy to see that. Yeah, because like you mentioned, like, when I watched, you know, like, I made the video about our last Rose London Derby match. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody's just Everyone go watch staring, it. staring at the screen, just yeah. like, shit, what's happening? <laughs> All right. Ramsey. Ah, shit. All right. And that was much more tense. Today, I don't know why, but it was a lot more relaxed. I think just also because our form versus their form. And yeah. granted, you know, they did well. United, the last two United did away, yeah, everything else. Sherwood's done a pretty good job, you know. You know, our, our secret agent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good. He did a great job. Um, and you know them going forward. You know, I I fucking hate about your. Yeah. Good for him. Getting back inside, making ABB look like an idiot, which is kind of funny <laughs> to see. Yeah. But then my favorite part of today was every time Soldado took a shot and went wide, we're just yelling "waste of money." <laughs> yeah. That was a lot of fun. Just. Every, I think but it was it was fun, which which is something that you don't always often get from like tense games. That's a, that's something you get from like a. I don't know, like a, a game where we romp over a whole city or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? I thought today was actually more relaxed than it was midweek versus Cardiff. Oh, yeah. I don't know why, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was. Yeah. Like, and also because we started off this game a lot better than Cardiff. Yeah. Cardiff was, I don't know what the fuck happened. It's well, going on that much. Well, that was, because so, that was, you know, as you alluded to before, the January 1st uh, game where everyone, where we only got 30 people, you know, yeah. only, again, in quotes. Like, that was when I... I was I was woken up in bed by a t- by a tweet from one of our guys, John Gold, that said, you know, I blame you know, me, Joe, and Flem for not being uh, on that first half or that first half on me, on me, Joe, and Flem." I was like, "Oh, what time is it?" <laughs> I was one of the many people that slept in and, and for, completely forgot about all that shit, slept through my alarms and everything. And so, yeah, that game was apparently brutal in the first half. I rewatched it. It was so it was bad. bad. <laughs> it was really bad. I think we had possession. It was just fucking... No, yeah, we didn't do, do anything. Yeah. It's yeah. typical, actually. Yeah. Walk into the net. Yeah. You know, it's typical. Just old school. Just, nah, it's not old school, I guess. But, you know, recent years. Well, like five, five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, like, oh, yeah. Just pass it, pass it, pass it, pass it. Walk. Oh, no. And, you know, as we said before, we're, we're winning ugly. 
Grant today it was actually good football. Today was great football. No, we played great. Grant it was against a mid-table side. So okay, can't can't take much from it. Well, I will say too though, like the West Ham match, and this is this was my my main complaining point. So the West Ham match, the first half did look ugly. They scored the first goal and everything like that, and people started. This is a problem with Arsenal Twitter. When things go wrong, everyone gets super pessimistic about it. I'm reading all this like you know Chesney shit. You gotta keep that rebound. Giroud, you're missing so many chances. Blah blah. It's like it is one fucking half. There's yeah. only one half. The season in which they are top of the table, fucking in the Champions League uh, elimination rounds. Like, this is bullshit to be complaining about this now. Like, this is a really, really good team that had a really bad half of the ball. And guess what happened? They came out with three goals on them and blew that game wide open. I'm not saying you can't criticize them. I totally agree that you can when they they do wrong. I just hate the overblown reactions to it. As I've said on the podcast before, like, everyone seems to judge things by, like, the, the game that's happening or, like, the last two games. Yeah. And it's, it gets really frustrating when you've got really good players that have a bad game. or are yeah, we're winning match. matches, too. It, it, that really bothers me. It bothered me during the West Ham game. I went off, I went off Twitter rant about it, and I'll, I'll do it during in-person plenty of other times. But, like, it's, it's a phenomenon I don't like, but it was proven wrong, thankfully, by a great second half. I don't football. think it's just us. I think it's just a knee-jerk reaction of social media. No, I agree with yeah. that, too. It's not just Arsenal. That, and we've had a tendency that to, the sky does tend to fall in on us in the last three years. <laughs> years. Like, and we tend to have an, an idea of fucking up against teams that we should handle easily. And we're dropping points like the fucking game we watched at McGann's two years ago where they lost to fucking Wigan. Yeah. Like, that was a disaster. And everybody walking into that game was just like, all right, three points. And then they <laughs> played like shit. We have a tendency to play to the level of our... Up until this season, uh, that, that's to play to the level of our opposition, that we feel that we can beat, beat up this team. We don't have to turn it all the way to 100%. We can just coast and everything will work itself out. And... This is a team that doesn't feel that way. It's one of the things I'm most so happy about with this squad. Team, yeah. Yeah. Is they, they realize that it, it's not going to come easy. And that, that, they have to grind shit out, and it's going to work if, they, if, if they, they grind it out, and they're willing to. That's, I, that, that's my whole point about all this, is, is that like, those things work well. We've been fans for years, and we've, we've gone through these last couple seasons, but we're really aggravating at times. When you have those bad losses, those don't-show-up losses, and... and, and what, this year is a different year, though. That's the whole point. Is that like, like no one thought Arsenal was going to compete for the title this year. Everyone thought, everyone had a pencil in at fourth, maybe third. Because they thought that, that United would drop off af- after Moyes. Yeah. Uh, like that was that was a narrative going this year. And like, it's, people thought Spuds were going to take their place. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and people and people were worried. Oh, they spent all this money. It's going to be. Going to be a force to be reckoned with, it's and like Liverpool is a resurgent team and everything yeah. like that. And, and that's not to knock Liverpool. I mean, fuck Spurs, like die in hell. But like, you know, <laughs> Liverpool is, is actually playing really well as far as the whole world. They'll be or in, in the conversation Jesus. at the end. Just give them time; they'll do something stupid. Maybe they'll spend ten games, and it'll all be over. But another point, point simply is like, like this was a year in which it's what should have happened already has not. That should be something already to tell you that what's happening now with this team is different from past years and so it's very aggravating to me when people start acting like it is two years ago yeah and, and, and the sky is falling at the drop of a hat as opposed to because like you know logically the team is playing poorly or something like that that's right like halftime like we talked about during the West Ham match when Drew was he missed him, I'll be honest he missed like probably two quick chances I think one of I them, love Giroud and he's still fucked up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Still yeah. Um, I thought people were a little harsh on him that one that uh, I think it was actually Ozil dribbled in and cut it across it was a good ball, but people are too... They say it's a good ball. It's a dangerous area. It's not always a good ball for a dangerous area. The ball is like five feet away from somebody in a good position still. There's still, still, still a lot of work to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought you know, it was harsh and Drew or whatever, but then he missed the other one, which 
Yeah. You know, yeah, cut from yeah. the left side, should have made it, whatever. Um, but I was so happy when I got the assist Podolski, which, by the way, I man the match for that one. Come in, change the match entirely. Completely. Zorlo, obviously, again, that match was, you know, he was in control of the match. Yeah. I was so happy to see him go centrally. When Podolski came on, that's what we missed him. You know, I think I said that at helping him, like this match, was really some a lot more confident on the ball, which he missed from him. And Podolski was great, but then seeing Drew again, which was why we like him, yeah. being able to control the ball in the middle of the park and then knock it off for Podolski. I was like, that's what we have him, you fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah. That's what we bought him. We got to control the ball, back to the goal, which is what we don't get from Theo. Yeah. I love Theo. Going forward, everything else is great, but, but Podolsky, or Drew is being able to like, try to hold the ball. Amazing. Yeah. He's, he's probably he's he's back into almost any defender, is pass the ball to him, and he will he will control it. Yeah. Best in the league. Top, you know, definitely top five in the world. I can't think of that many other forwards that are able to control the ball. I mean, there's, there's, I, there's some guys, I, I think Lewandowski is is just my, again, my ideal image of that type of striker. Because he's a, he's a poacher, he's a little bit faster, and uh, he does all the things that Giroud does very well. But Giroud does some very important things well. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying he's the best possible striker that Arsenal can ever have. No. I'm not going to say anything like that, of course. Uh, we're, we're, I'm sure we'll talk, especially towards the end of the year, about how many you know, other great strikers we could get. To, I mean, you know, we really to, need to, someone else if you got the greatest striker that ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> well, after this year, though, we'll probably end up losing him. So He's we'll going to go to, you know, Barca. Yeah. Barca or Real, I mean, obviously. obviously. <laughs> Let's see if his ankle shattered last week or not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, like that, but that's the thing about Drew is that, is that what he does do is he does a lot of things that there are poachers that as soon as they're not getting service, they dry up completely and are invisible from games. Yeah. Giroud is always in games no matter what because he receives the ball coming up, he settles, he lays off the midfielders. If we have the ball in the offensive third, he's a great passing combination. I mean, he was a huge part of the Norwich goal, which is the obvious best goal of this year so or season well, season and year so so far. Yeah. I mean, like, the, it, it, he does so much else that is besides just goal, uh, putting in goals. I hope he does that, too, of course. Yeah. But, like, he's always a useful player as opposed to, like, s- Soldado. <laughs> well, you saw it the last two games. I mean, Walcott and Podolski just can't do that. So, I mean, there's balls played into to the center forward that they, they were looking for him to hold what off. Do? What yeah. do I do with yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you play one for Theo, you yeah. see Theo, like, like fake and then, like, try to play the trap or <laughs> try to play the header or something like that. And you're like, oh, that's right. <laughs> well, Podolski's like first touch was like first touch. Whoa, way out there. Actually, I was yeah, so yeah. I've been mad for the past years. People are like, "Why don't you play Podolski center forward?" Yeah. Drop Drew. I'm like, "You're an idiot." Yeah. That's not Podolski. He's not. He's not a center forward. He's a striker. Yeah. He's not a center forward. There's a difference. That's why Ronaldo doesn't play center for, yeah, for, for real. And of course, that's, a, that's an overbold comparison. But you get my point. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you you have a, you have guys that are just incredibly creative, talented goal scorers doesn't mean they need to play as the nearest guy to goal, because yep. their strength is coming in and finding space, and playing off of people, and, and cutting inside and Podolski is phenomenal at doing that from the left side, he was absolutely man of the match in the last game, it wasn't yeah. even close I mean, he, he changed that game, he had a couple nice goals anyways, but he but, but like he was all, he changed the whole tempo and flow and feel yeah. of that game So, I, I, like the cross I mean, obviously it was deflected to get the walk off head, but still, if you make the dangerous cross to begin with that's all you really need to do as a winger. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, getting forward, everything else, and he was very urgent to get on the ball every time he was able to near the ball. And the, and the finish on the layoff from Drew was yeah. not an easy yeah. finish. No. Like, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was set up very nicely for him, but set up nicely to do something. It's not the same as, like, a tap-in goal. Like, he put him in a good, Drew put him in a good spot, but he finished the, the You see so many people try to do that outside of the foot, into the corner, and just fly yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. those stands. But, yeah, he's yeah. excellent at that, yeah. so... That's why I'm so happy he's back. And I came for Oxy back just because those are our options. Yeah. And, like, the, coming in after we signed also, I was like, cool. 
So, but also you can play left and Kazorla can alternate with Ultzel. That's my, my I love Kazorla, but I think he's much better at the number ten role. We I think have, I don't know. I think we he, disagree. I think this. he's great on the wing. Obviously, as we saw today, again, man of the match on the wing. Yeah. But I like being able to have those options where we can alternate that because also I don't want to play in every match at the, at no. the center. And like a when he was at Madrid, he never he rarely rarely played the full ninety. Uh, yeah, you always don't see him go out like a seventieth minute like that, which is you know it'd be great to see him come out. And Kazorla starts the wing, which I think what Wenger likes. He likes playing him with the wing more than Podolski. Yeah. Then you can take also out, slide Kazorla into the middle, and then bring Podolski on. Be great. Like, that would be so much fun. Like that's 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 a positive sub. You don't get that very often. We, just, we saw today taking our Ted that bringing also on. That was kind of fun to see. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of just, you know you're gonna throw shit in their face. Like yeah, we're just getting our defensive midfielder and bringing in old so even the rookie. How does that feel? No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> This is the one of the top five, the ten five players in the yeah, world. Man, like, he's, on, he's on our bench right now. That's okay. I'm just rubbing the fact that Bale is no longer there. <laughs> so I, like, Thanks, I, guys. So yeah. I wanted to sing the song, but a lot of people don't know it. I, I don't like the song either. But you know, how does that feel to be tall? No, how does that feel to be small? You so bad. I fucking hate that song, but oh, you're wrong. It's you like it? wonderful. Yeah, uh, I nobody sings it. I'm, I'm, I'm not on board. We're, uh, we're in the wrong country. Fucking yeah, <laughs> nobody here. Not, not, nobody knows that. I don't know. I don't, people I don't know the original song to base it off of. Fair like, enough. I, I try to sing. Everybody's like, "What's going on?" I knew the team. Towards the front, we had it going. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I still want to sing, though. I, I tweeted it. I was like, yeah, I'm great. <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah, fuck yeah. How feel? And, you know, just especially today, it was a good, you know, every time we could play them now, I'm going to enjoy that. It's actually, on the on the subject of being small, I can't confirm this, but it's just a wonderful message board thing that popped up. Apparently, the South Carolina Spuds organization received a letter from Spurs. I know they had a group there. About that, <laughs> well, apparently they're the third largest official Spuds supporters club in the world behind J- Indonesia and Japan. <laughs> Think of how big those nations are and how big the state of South Carolina is. <laughs> Their Facebook group has 167 people in it. And apparently they're the third largest official Spurs group in the world. So what you're saying is they can't count. Uh, I think it know, they know what it feels like to be small. <laughs> That's... I, I mean, that comes back to the whole point that you made earlier about, like, you know, Chelsea versus Spurs. I, I, I hate Spurs more, but I, I hate the philosophy of Chelsea more yeah. at this point. So, like, it's like, it's, it Spurs are well, you know, it's like, fair enough. Like, they're not overspending. Like, even if they spent 100 million pounds, but they, they got 90 million plan, from Bale. It's like, yeah, whatever, yeah. fair enough. You know, that's fine. It's the same thing we've done. We spent 42 million on uh, Ultzel, but yeah. we've gained a shitload of money in the past few years selling off yeah. our best players. Don't like that, but we have, <laughs> but we have the money. Um, yeah. You know, so it's kind of whatever. Like, and, you know, they're not overachieving either, to be honest. No. Which, you know, it's oh, oh, fine. Oh, don't, don't get me wrong. I, ho- I wish continued... Um, uh, mild achievement upon Spurs <laughs> because it's not as fun like, if they if they were ever to get relegated like I would, that would be hilarious <laughs> for about three months and then it would be kind of like I miss this like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I miss hating them like, I don't care, I don't care so, about yeah. them anymore I would celebrate every fucking Halloween they had championship <laughs> well, every not... time they flub to some club that has no business even sniffing the Premier League every time they drew Burnley or something yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like how like Liverpool like you know like we hate like the like, past 10 years we've hated United Liverpool's like oh you know it's okay but now we're kind of like fuck Fuck you, Liverpool. They're doing well. United's just like, yeah, whatever. Well, I mean, Tottenham's always going to be the team I hate the most. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but, like, they're, they're, I, can at, I can at least uh, get on board with the fact that they are trying in a way that is respectable 
and uh, and, and bad at it. And bad at it. That's why. That's why. It's fine. That's why it's okay. If they were, if they got good at it, all of a sudden they figured their shit out. They hired like you know, thank you, loud drip away or something like that. That would be fantastic. We think how we got a secret agent in there right now. But like my whole point is that like they. Chelsea is fucking infuriating because this is a you know a, a Russian billionaire with all the money in the world who can buy whoever he wants. Well, his son and goes to school here, by the way. Oh, Wait, really? Goes to school here? His son goes to Northeastern, right here. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. That's why. Like he's had he's had photos with the Boston Chelsea group. With Northeastern, you know, Boston Chelsea. Yeah, there's a bar where fans of nine teams happen to all go at the same time, where there are various games on the television. He goes there to watch the matches. Yes, in Dorchester. I'm in Boston, technically. So that gets shanked. Yeah, he goes there. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know if we're talking about anymore. Well, Chelsea sucks. I don't yeah, know. Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah, fuck Chelsea. The same reason you throw the, the hatred behind the city. <laughs> yeah. Like, they came out of nowhere and spent a fucking why. half a billion pounds. I don't know why. Because I don't, nobody knows why. Like, we don't hate you, city. Well, like, you, you hate us, because, 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 maybe? Because yeah. they're quiet about their fucking bullshit money spending. Yeah. Like, Chelsea, also, this I can think of maybe five people I know that are fucking city fans, and two, yeah, of, them, two of them predate the, the, the money spending days. I don't can't tell you shit about Chelsea beforehand. No, no one cared. That, well, that's yeah. the whole thing. Like, City has history, at least. And so you yeah. can always fall back on that as in, like, you know, good for City fans. Like, that's cool. Like, I, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad they got something going on. And the other thing is, too, that, okay, by the way, money. This, well, this City team is a lot of fun to watch. It is. Like, yeah. that's yeah. It. And, and, and if, if you want to fall back on anything, when, like, you know, when you're a neutral or, when, or even when you're just judging... Uh, What's going on during during the season? Like it's fun to watch teams that are fun. Like uh, hundreds of millions absolutely. spent to make exciting football was yeah. far fucking better than hundreds of yeah. millions spent to spend boring shit. Exactly. As you mentioned, like Mata on the bench, he's yeah. been their chess player of the year the past two, two years. years. He's on the bench. I don't understand it. And, and, and don't get me wrong, like uh, there's of course some like to perform with him too. He hasn't been great when he's given the chances. But, that. I think but it's also because of Mourinho though. Agree, agree, no agree, agree. But yeah, and like. So even with saying like, oh, there's some mitigating factors and you know, blah, blah blah, it's still like it's still fucking Juan Mata yeah. on your bench, like not on your be- uh, on your bench, like because you have a better team around him, but on your bench because you don't want to play that type of player. Well, that's what happens when you have a manager who has that kind of power yeah. and can just be like, I don't like this guy, so I'm not going to play him. I don't care whether it actually diminishes our side and puts a decreases our chances of winning the game. I don't like him. I don't like how he plays. So he's just going to fucking sit there. <laughs> so, so yeah. Terrible logic. Yeah. And, and, like, and, like, if you want to argue right now, right now, form-wise, William is playing better, I think you can make an argument about that. But if you want to say who's the better player, same fucking question. Even if you want to say that Oscar is your number ten, and which is a which is a better role for Mata anyway, Mata is going to be better as your right uh, on your right side if you just give him your confidence and say that. And that's one of the reasons Ozil came to Arsenal in the first place was Arsene Wenger has given me the confidence to play yeah. and, and and know that I'm a part of this and know that I'm important to it and I can do what I do best. Yeah, I think going forward, I mean, I think City obviously is our main contender. I think that's. I, I think I think Chelsea is going to be annoyingly there the entire Definitely. time. Definitely, they'll be up there still. I but but I think I think City is by far the biggest threat to us being top. I mean, I th- I, they have so many weapons. I'm always I'm yeah. always actually I'm amazed at the game the gap between like the top three, us uh, City and Chelsea. I never realized that it's actually in a decent it's a decent little space, and then the next two or three, then there's a big gap going yeah. down too between like Spurs and uh, whole city and the rest of them is well, United. I mean, which, which, right which, now. yeah which is I'm actually surprised and mid table yeah like <laughs> like uh, you know Spurs and 
United and uh, Newcastle, which, you know, fair play to them. Yeah. It was, they were actually they were very good against them, very organized against us. They did well. They recovered amazingly from the end yeah. of last. They spent all this money last January. It went shit for them. They were struggling against relegation at the end of the year. They've recovered amazingly in such okay. a short span of time. I, I, I think they were just so, I think they were just so overwhelmed with the Europa. Yeah, it's the Europa League. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, we never want to be in the Yoke So, so, so <laughs> I've, I've all this travel to Nobody wants to be on Thursday nights. It's Thursday Thursday. If I can bring this in then as a, as a corollary, like there, I read a, a really good um, article that I found off of Twitter. I don't have my phone on me, so I can't say the Twitter uh, handle of the person that wrote it, but the uh, website was called The Hard Tackle. And they wrote an, a piece about you know, who Arsenal could buy in January. And they made a very, they broke it down uh, economically uh, and, and talking about how the value of players is always inflated during January because teams need them for a variety of things. Teams need them to uh, get them into the championship league or get them into the top of the table or keep them out of relegation. They brought, the author brought the point of Christian Benteke last year. It's like, well, let's say he's worth $25 million on talent, hypothetically. Uh, that he's worth, you know, if, if being in the Champions League is worth thirty million, probably even a lot more if out to Villa, and you could make an argument that Villa won't be in the Champions League anymore if they sell Benteke, then Benteke is all of a sudden worth fifty-five million to to, to Villa. So they wouldn't want, they wouldn't want to sell him for what you know someone like Wenger would think is his actual value. I mean, we flubbed that not getting him in the, su- in the summer. Well, I, I don't, I don't like Benteke a lot, and I, I don't even but, mean yeah. and just us, anybody. You yes, had the yes, chance yes, yes, yes. to get him away from that club, and then he signed a new contract, and then. The, his release clause and his wages all went up. Like yeah. they had their chance and fucking blew it. Everyone blew it. Pretty so much. But the, the fact that you had you blew that chance. So anybody who goes in and buys him now is a fucking moron. I totally it, agree. With that. It's much like the fucking Fellaini deal to United. They could have got him for three million pounds cheaper if they just acted the fucking week earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Why the fuck do you sit around waiting just to drive up the price on yourself? Because they thought they were going to be airing enough to just get him out on their terms. Well, they all thought they were going to get a fucking combo deal from, from Barcelona. No, the whole point of the Maria. The whole point of the article was basically that you have you know, values are often inflated, and so that's what we're talking about, where you get these teams like like Newcastle last year stayed up, and so they would, but they barely stayed. They wouldn't play their players. Now though, like, would you really want to be in the Europa League? Like, would you really want to get in there? And so, so, so the author makes a great point that right now, the only guy that you would get value for, or at least uh, like you know Kelly Blue Book value, or whatever you want to say, of a, stri- of a striker, would, I know, right? Would would be Mario Balotelli. And all of our European fans just said, "What? <laughs> what is that? TV? Look it up." But the whole but, but Balotelli is the one guy. So right now Milan is I want to say 17 points off the lead. I really could be wrong. They're not going to get relegated. They're fucking Milan. Like it's, it's not going to happen. But they're probably not going to fight their way even in the Champions League. So do you really want to make Europa League? So that's the one like well, that's the one dollar for dollar striker that has all world talent that a, a team Arsenal or otherwise could probably get during this January transfer window by spending just the value of what he's worth because it won't be inflated by the team needs him so much I'm not saying Arsenal should get Valentine that's not my argument that wasn't the author's argument either but it was a very valid point about what happens during the January transfer window and how you can't flip out about it and how you can't or the circumstances really that, that make some players available and what their price yes. is in relation to it yeah. Yeah. exactly that's why we won't get Diego Costa and I, January when you I, say, yeah, I, people, are, people are fucking stupid. Like, yeah. <laughs> you would to get him! You know, like, the tweets going around, we have to ban his release clause. Just the fuck up. Let's be honest. I mean, first of all, I can't remember who, someone tweeted me, I can't remember who it was, but like, you know, I wouldn't want to leave a team that's, you know, pretty much a sure pass already to the next round in Champions League 
they're competing for La Liga yeah. to come to a team that's going to play FC Bayern in the next round. Like, yeah. yeah, probably not. Yeah. I don't know. Grand, I think players will want to play against the best opponents, obviously, but, but, but let's be honest. But, but, if you're, but if your argument is going to be like, oh, well, Arsenal's a very quality side, you'll be in the best league in the world, and stuff like that, well, then the summer is You maybe win the league with Atletico, then you there's, leave when everyone loves no you. There's no value so, yeah. to that player making that choice. January about is about stop gaps and loans. Yeah. That's what it's turned into. It's Especially when, like, Wenger just straight up doesn't like the January window. No, absolutely I think not. if he had chances to get players <coughs> at their value, he'd still be like, ah, you know, I'll just get them at the end of the year. Yeah. Well, I mean, the la- and last year, the only, the only reason that... Um, that we got Nacho was because of the Gitchin injury, and that great. That was long in the works. He had Zion. Thank and, God we got that deal. And, and that was and that, and that was all. And that was also preying on Malaga because Malaga was in financial trouble. So that's an example in which the market was was set correctly for value as opposed to hyperinflated. Somewhere Dick Lar is just piling through fucking <laughs> club finance. Like, Who's in trouble and has no players? I'm sure it's in pain. Just saying, twiddling like his thumbs, sucking my patience, just hanging out. Yeah. Just wait for it, guys. Wait for it. Should it come? But I mean, it, it, it's the point that now is. I mean, if, I, I don't want to get into yet another January transfer. This, uh, not again. Uh, I really don't. Because they're not talking about forward. Because, 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 like, like, I, I, in my honest opinion, I think that like it, people talk about silly season being a summer transfer window. I think it's more ridiculous during January because people talk up shit that would never logically happen. Yeah. And there's more that, panic to it. Yeah, and that happens in the summer too. But like, there, but there's still a realm of possibility. Like, there's a hypothetical chance that Arsenal could sign a lot of very good strikers in the, in the summer window. They might not go. The, they might have a real chance because other teams are just throw more wages at them. Yeah, but there's a lot. There, there's a logical plausibility to it. Whereas January is all about like, who? What do we do? Who do we get? And it's always bullshit. No, like everybody smiled Lewandowski, and then we found out today. Oh, it was already done. Well, already, you're right. Letters, I've, right. I've won Lewandowski for this entire time. So oh, yeah, I said yeah, it all, all the time, but I've also said oh, pretty much every single time. I know we're not probably that going to get him because he's already sold the buyer. You can want all sorts of. I love Messi yeah. on our fucking. Squad. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to be there. Well, actually, I don't like that guy. Well, 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 I will take all the HGH. <laughs> <laughs> I thought talent and wages wise, um, Lewandowski might actually fit in. I think I thought it was possible. I didn't think it was likely. I never thought it was likely, but at least yeah. it was it was a reasonable idea. But that was never. It was. Ne- it was never going to happen in January, of course, and it was most likely not going to happen in the summer. And now we pretty much realize, like, yeah, he's. And that's really unfortunate, by the way. Can we take a second to talk about that? Like, it would be great if Goetze and 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 Lewandowski had stayed at Dortmund. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, but I mean, I know you're a Dortmund fan, or sorry, Bayern. a Bayern fan. <laughs> about that, but let's be fair to them. And they got they got both of them for a combined total of thirty-five million pounds. Great. That's fucking business. I mean, let's well, be honest. Yeah, it's <laughs> one of those things that we're bad at. We see these players get snapped up for way less money, and we're like, oh, we didn't even know that was going on. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, it can't. I mean, taking and, and I mean, obviously everybody was surely in for Lewandowski. Can't I mean, even they're just gonna stay in the same league, we're in the language, everything else. That's expected. That's perfect. And obviously, and, and it's the best yeah. club in the world right now. To be honest. But people, but people go out. But people go outside. It's not unreasonable to, to try to draw them out for. No, no, it's not reasonable. But we all know it's gonna happen. Staying in the same country, no, close no, to home. No club else. was going to come in at the last minute and throw money for Cesc Fabregas, and he was going to go there. Didn't matter if, if AC Milan came in at the la- at the eleventh hour and threw forty million pounds at it. It's not going to matter. He's just going to be like, "No, I'm clearly going to Barca. Yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. back this home." Is what, this is so what this is about. If, yeah. if you have a personal attachment to a club, whether it be for childhood reasons or just enjoying the way they play, your decision is made. It doesn't matter. If you're a good enough player, you can go where you want to go. Yeah, and, and, and that's why I find it funny with like all the the scouts fans that were going wild, like, "Oh, we." 
sign Suarez to a four and a half year deal. Yeah, yeah. you guys don't make the fucking Champions yeah. League. He'll be in Real come the end of the summer. Yeah, he'll just say, I'm gone. No matter what, he's, he's in Real. I'll, yeah, all I was going to do is force the transfer money high. I will say this on the podcast right now, and I'll be happy to say, even though I've had some beers for that, Luis Suarez will not be at Liverpool next year. Interesting use of the word some. Yeah. We're thinking far closer to many. I've had all the beers. <laughs> I am Ron Swanson of beers right now. As much as I you know, don't care about La Liga and Real Madrid in general, I do kind of want to see a front three of like Ronaldo, Suarez, and Bale. That'd be fun as well. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be I mean, again, they are, they are like Chelsea and say they spend oh, God, yes. ridiculous oh, amounts of yes. money. And, and don't have the money to back it up. As, as no, but, but they have the Spanish government, so yeah. that's all they really need. And, uh, but yeah, that would be fun as fuck to watch. And because I fucking hate Barcelona more than I hate them. Um, and I'll be like, whatever. People, some people yeah. love. No, yeah, Real. Like, oh, I like Real. Yeah. 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 People are like, oh, I love Barcelona. Le- and Arsenal. I'm like, Le- Lesser of two evils. Which yeah, I'm saying that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Words like love, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that noise. I hate them less. Despise <laughs> not as much. <laughs> Uh, just because of our history with them. Yeah. I, know, so I totally understand that, but I, I, I personally uh, dislike Barca less than Real because I like that there is a philosophy at Barca. And yeah, this, is, this, is the, this is the intellectual side of me that gets into these conversations. But as I've said about how I don't want Suarez uh, because I don't like him as a player, I, even though I acknowledge he would vastly improve our squad, I just get very philosophical about this whole thing. I like that Bar- Barcelona makes an argument for how football should be played. And Real doesn't. They, they sometimes do if they get the right coach that wants to do a particular type of thing, but they don't. Uh, Barcelona, I appreciate that about them. That being said, I'm not saying I want to win Champions League or anything like that. I'm not saying that the success tapping things were fucking ridiculous. I mean, but if they were doing it on the same financial up and up as the entire rest of the football yeah, world, that's yes. one thing. Seeing how oh, yeah. a nice little handout the Spanish government, every yeah. fucking bank, and the city of Madrid, as far as Real goes, and all sorts of this corrupt bullshit yeah, that uh, everyone sees and nothing happens. Yeah. It's one of those things where. The, the lie that is financial fair play. Yeah. Like, it won't matter because they won't ever go after a club like that. If they fall into utter financial despair, it doesn't matter. They'll be like, oh, well, this happened, so we're going to give them a dispensation. Yeah. Like, it's not, they're never going to go after clubs. On, they're only going to go after clubs like Malaga when it comes to financial yeah, right. They're not going to go after a big or name. what QPR is already kind of getting into. I think I saw last year was the first year underneath Abramovich, Chelsea has posted a profit, of, of which from for for the record is one million pounds. That was the, that was the profit last year or this year, whatever it was. Uh, they lost like almost fifty it, million. Yeah, it was yeah. like it's like negative forty five million. Yeah, which you know. And there, but apparently somehow that's in that that relates to financial fair play that somehow makes them eligible. So yeah. I don't understand how the fuck that works. They'll never go after. A no big one. No, that's matters. the point. No one understands Somebody, what it is, like, so they can make loopholes. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're still in the guidelines. Like, really? I think, yeah. I, think I think Swiss Rambo broke it down at one point. Percentage I, of debt. I know that kind of shit. Yeah, I I I cannot recall off the top of my head. And if if anyone who's listening doesn't follow Swiss Rambo. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Swiss Ramble is the best by far economic. Uh, if you don't like of, bang your head against the wall Swiss, trying yeah, to understand well, the finances of world football, if if you are if you are interested in finding out how finances and how money impact uh, world football, by all means read Swiss Ramble. He's the best possible person to go out there do. If you don't like it, then by all means avoid it too. But yeah. don't stress yourself out. You only go insane. I probably wrap up soon, but before we wrap up, I would just say. 
thank you, Theo Walcott, for uh, today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why have we not talked about this? I know. There's the best best moment of you. the day. Well, like, let's bookend this. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a vine floating around. Anybody on Twitter, I recommend you to find it. Search Instagram. It's it's all always that thing. Lovely clip this of the, the Vermont with the mascot. <laughs> Posing up for the photos at the beginning of the game. And Perm just leans on down and has the mascot flip the Spuds banner around to show the blank <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. It's such a little thing, but it's such a great fucking dig. And, and, and that, and that's, and that's, that was fucking phenomenal. That's why so I'm the I, captain. Yeah. That's the only reason why. That's, that's the reason I really hope that came to him like, literally at that minute, like, oh my god, this is a great idea. I don't know why I did it. I hope that's the reason. He's like, no, yeah. fuck this. <laughs> I hate this team. Well, that was, well, apparently, I mean... I laughed and laughed and laughed. Like, more than I probably should. I enjoyed yeah, Theo like, holding up the 2-0 uh, and everything like that. Especially was, at that end. Uh, if you did it anywhere on the field, it would have been amusing. But the fact it's right in front of those spuds cunts well, was great. People were saying it was because the Wayfans were saying, singing, you know, one of our guys, Greg Pennington, one of his favorite songs, Let Him Die. Apparently they were singing that at Theo. And he was just like, yeah, we're up to now, suck it. Basically the scoreboard point that you get. It was. I, it was just one of those things where I. It, it was. It was funnier to me than it probably should have been. Oh. But it was so fucking funny. I, I, I'm not mad against any other club. It's, <laughs> it's basically the. It's basically like the hand gesture equivalent of like the face push, where where you put your your palm on someone's face and push them away from you like they don't mean shit because Spurs don't mean shit. Actually, Spurs does mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> I will applaud that. That was amazing. <laughs> I think on that note, fuck yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that was great. I mean, feel well, I've loved him, but like, let's be honest, that, that pretty much transcended him from being an Arsenal player to a legend for me. Fuck just in that one, that one minute, just because. I was like, thank you, thank you. I'd love to see that. that and by the way, that's, that's, little fuck. That, that's what Twitter is made for, yeah. is reading what everyone has to say about what Theo Wilcott just did. Oh, Not so unprofessional. Fuck you people who don't like fun. <laughs> fuck you, Stuart Robson. Let's say that again, too. And then the best part was after that, I found out that Shazmini uh, apparently put up a photo of him saying 2-0 as well. Which apparently just made it all the better. But, but Shazmini does that shit all the time. So yeah. it was better seeing Theo on the stretcher. like, yeah. You don't call Full America. They, don't, they have Dempsey now. That's it. Which, by the way, fuck that. I, I don't fucking like Dempsey. But oh, you're so fair wrong. enough. I'm out of this podcast. All right. See you guys. Okay. <laughs> okay.